0: You're listening to Confessions of the Creative Kind with Jess Kovic, episode number 71.
1: Welcome to Confessions of the Creative Kind. I'm your host, Jess Kovic, media producer by day, designer, photographer, and creative entrepreneur by later that day. Join me as I stumble through life as an artist, pick myself up, and confess everything that I've learned on the way down. Y'all ready for this? Let's do it.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for showing up with me today. Whatever day you're listening to this. Quickie confession, last week did not upload a podcast because I had a big work project for my day job, and I was working long hours and I was tired. So I apologize, but I'm back here again this week today for all of y'all. I'm going to start out by giving a shout out to my newest Patreon member, who is a sweet asset to your patron. Shout out to you, Helen, aka PBFH Punk. Helen and I actually connected over the Patreon chat and she's been following the show for a while and been a general supporter and is now a patron. So. I want to thank you so much, Helen. I know I said it in the message, but I want to tell everyone, tell the whole world that I appreciate you. I appreciate your your support. And here's your official shout out. I'd also like to add that Helen has a podcast of her own that you should go check out. I think you can find her by looking her up on all the things PBFH Punk. Helen also left a glowing review for this podcast on Stitcher, and I confess again that I hadn't looked at the Stitcher reviews. Helen's review is the only one on there currently, but if you are listening to this show on Stitcher and you have been meaning to leave a review, you can do it there because now I know to go look there just to give a little quick quote of her glowing review, a great insight into running a small indie creative business just not only gives great tips on how to grow your business, but also weaves these into personal stories that I do. This keeps the show engaging in an educational, meaning that she's talking from actual experience and it shows because not everything goes right. It sure the fuck does not, Helen. That's a true statement. We all have nightmares about events or products that we've worked on, but sometimes we can feel alone in a failure. So hearing that other people have similar issues is great and definitely keeps me going. Helen, you are right on the money on why I do this podcast. I want you all to learn from me and my mistakes because I make tons of mistakes. Going on, Helen says, I learned something new each week from remembering to use the bathroom before you leave an event, as a great tip. And then actually calls out that I talked about that on episode 20. If you haven't listened to it, you'll hear all about why I gave that advice on episode 20. Moving on to getting cloud storage rather than relying on external hard drives, episode 16. And some other very nice things. So Helen, thank you again. I really appreciate you. I appreciate all the thorough feedback as well, and for being a patron. Okay, moving on. Speaking of the Patreon patrons, my sweet assets as well as the sugar baby tier, which is the entry tier, get access to exclusive posts like vlogs. And I promised a Utah vlog and... I delivered kind of. So many of you have iPhones. Uh, We also have Google photo, which does this as well. Sometimes they'll throw a little cute video of your whatever's on your phone, and they put it to music. And it's very simple. Sometimes it's funny, whatever random images they pull out, like it's a precious moment and might not be that precious to you. Anywho, my iPhone created a Precious moment video from the trip to Zion to Utah. Why not just share that with my patrons so they can see a handful of the footage that I shot in a vlog versus making them wait until I had a chance to cut something together? Isn't technology awesome? I might not be the first entrepreneur or content creator to discover this, but if you have a side business of your own or you're a a full-blown entrepreneur, maybe consider some of these quick, easy automated services that we all have at our fingertips to provide content to the world. Why make things harder on ourselves than they have to be? If you listen to the podcast that aired a couple weeks ago, the last podcast, where I had my husband, Adam Kovic, on to talk about our new hobby, because we bought a 3D printer, you heard all about it, but we were on a mission to make 3D printed earrings of my designs. And we were working on it for a while, used different software A lot of trial and error, but finally got the design working for a lightning in a bottle icon that I did some time back and we were able to convert it and print it beautifully from our 3D printer at home. We use this really cool color changing PLA filament. That's a plastic filament. So it changes from purple to hot pink based on the temperature and they're super rad. So they hang on a little hook. I connected these nickel free non-allergy metals and I've got them in different colors and they're actually live on my sugarbunch.store website. So if you're so inclined, you can check them out at the store. I'll put a link in the show notes, but it's sugarbunch.store and it's in the new items section. So you can see the lightning in the bottle earrings that are 3D printed, color changing, super cool, super happy with how they turned out. I I made them available to my patrons first because they're my peeps and I've already sold one of them and I only have three left Currently, so if those sell, we'll see about making some more. So if you're interested, they have been released upon the world. I'm super excited to super excited to get those out there, and super excited honestly to think about more designs and other earrings or jewelry or other th- other pieces that I can make out of my designs. Another kind of big update that I wanted to share with all of you listeners is that. I'm going to be starting, I already started actually, a new training and it's really cool because I think it will help not only benefit myself, my business, my future endeavors, but I think it'll help all of you that listen to the podcast and anybody that's looking for some coaching in creative areas, design areas and just general coaching through life. Uh, so it's a six-month slash year program, six months of learning the coaching techniques, and then six months of business stuff, entrepreneur stuff. So get excited because the things that I'm going to be learning, I can share with all of y'all for your own business, for your own sanity, because sanity is important, especially in the creative field. We've we've got to be able to explore our minds in a healthy and safe and caring way. At least that's what I believe. So I'm super excited. Um, You'll probably hear more updates about that. Reach out if you want to ask me more. But for now, I can just say I just started and I'm, I'm super excited to dive into the program and to be able to help further share my knowledge that I'm collecting thus far and moving forward. I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to inject these services and these skills into my business. But you can bet your bottom dollar that I will probably talk it through on this podcast. And because I'm doing that training, and it's like I need to fill every free minute in my life, I will probably have some shorter episodes coming in the future, just so I can manage everything. I've thought about putting this podcast either monthly or every other week, but I want to try to see how it goes, see if I can keep it going so I can continue to give what I'm learning to everyone that's listening. But I think right now how I'm going to manage it is just to try to make these podcasts a little bit shorter so I can update and be more current in real time with you. If that changes, you'll be the first to know. In all honesty, the confession that I know I owe to all of you is that today I was going to do a podcast all about Illustrator for the iPad. I've mentioned Illustrator for the iPad before on this show, just because it was announced last year from Adobe. And I've shared my feelings on Photoshop for the iPad, that it's kind of lackluster for me, but I was super excited about Illustrator when they announced all the potential features or what's going to be coming out. It sounded really promising. So I have high hopes, but also a little cautious about it. A while back, I came across an application to be part of the beta and the testing for it. And I actually got accepted. So the original idea for this podcast was I was going to tinker around and share my findings with you all. But what I didn't realize is that once I accepted the invitation, it takes five days for them to verify and then to send me access to the app. So still in true beta. And I haven't gotten to dive into it yet. I'm I'm so anxious to get into it. So now that my big work project is done, Um, I was really looking forward to it, but I couldn't do that today. So I wanted to just give a little refresher on what we're expecting from Illustrator on the iPad so I can remind myself and so that we can go back. And so that once I do get into the beta, once I'm able to actually get into the app, I can share if it lives up to the expectation so far. So September 16th, they actually opened up pre-order for the app. So if you go into the Apple store, you'll be able to pre-order Illustrator for iPad. So you might wanna do that if you're highly anticipating it like I am. You can check out on YouTube, there's a handful of people that I've seen early access and made a couple of videos, not a ton, um, like I have. I went not checked out some of the videos they're not showing the interface yet because it seems like it's still changing or it was at the time of some of these videos. So one of the hot features that everyone's looking forward to is the drawing guides that's a sense that's essentially image trace if you're familiar with the desktop application where you can bring in a say rasterized photo and you do image trace and it makes it Uh, makes a vectorized version. So apparently this is going to use drawing guides and make much more precise guidelines. Uh, It uses the Sensei program, which is Adobe's AI program to be just a lot more smart and efficient about it. Uh, Symmetry mode. Um, If Again, if you've used the desktop version, there's no simple way to automatically draw something and have it mirror on the other side you have to actually go in and manually do that so this has a mode where you would just draw something say on the left and once you're in symmetry mode it's already repeating that on the right super cool there's also radial repeat and pattern repeat that are coming now i have been this whole year doing a lot of surface pattern design and diving into that industry and training for repeat patterns. So I'm super excited to see these ones. I'm probably the most excited for radial repeat, but also pattern repeat and even symmetry mode could really change the game on surface pattern design and surface pattern designers. I was already doing some of my designs, but didn't quite finish them. Say I would start in Affinity Designer and then move it into Illustrator to finish up. This could make it so that you're doing all of your repeat patterns on the iPad and it's even more efficient and quicker to manipulate and do that. So the pencil tool I'm also excited for on Illustrator for the iPad because it seems like they figured out an intuitive way to draw kind of like you're drawing. So instead of, so when you're drawing with a pen tool, it's kind of click and point on the desktop, but with the pencil, it sounds like you just pause, you make a line, you pause, and that creates your anchor point. So essentially an angle versus a curve. And all the modes I just talked to are apparently all editable. So it doesn't expand or rasterize once you do some of these features. So you can just go back and continue to manipulate to your heart's desire. Uh, clipping mask looks pretty cool because in, it's basically the reverse function from the desktop. You could draw something on a shape and you select everything and it just clips it right into a clipping mask type on a path looks pretty rad. So, Similar to radial repeat, you can do that in the desktop, but I got to be honest with you, I have to look up and remember the way to do that almost every single time because it's cumbersome. There's a lot of steps. You have to click into the right places to do that radial repeat. Similarly similarly to type on a path, it seems like they're making it a lot more simple to where you could just start typing and drag it onto an object and tell it where to go, how to bend, what shape to do. So overall... I can appreciate how challenging it probably has been to figure out this very complex program and application and create an experience for the iPad that just has different functionality, different gestures and make it intuitive. And the UI had to be completely redesigned. So I can understand why why there was some challenges for the Photoshop app that came out, but it looks like Illustrator for the iPad is gonna be a step above. Please don't let me down. I want to still use you, but I have the option of Affinity Designer, which does a lot of great things. I wonder too, if they are going to be borrowing from other apps like that and Procreate. I hope, so hope that they have the Procreate feature that automatically records a time lapse because that's one significant thing missing from Affinity Designer because for many artists, that's all the rage. You're able to show your process and people love it. You can do that with other programs. You just have to screen record. So you have to remember to do it before you start and then you're recording the whole time and then you have to go speed it up. It's not cool. What would be cool is if they thought to put that in this iteration of Illustrator for the iPad. Only time will tell. So hopefully I get into that beta in this next week and then I might be able to follow up this next episode with what I'm finding, what I'm liking, and maybe um, create some cool stuff in the app. If not, we'll be talking about something else and you TBD, right? And we'll just pick it up later. All right, that's gonna do it for today. Wanted to give you some updates on all the things I got going on, updates on the things that we've talked about in the past because, you know, we're, we're good friends and I, I wanna make sure that you're I, I keep you posted on what I'm doing because that's how friendships work. And I'm gonna leave you with that today. We'll talk more next week. Let me know what you think about a bit shorter of a format, um, any suggestions for topics moving forward, And you can comment in the show notes, which will be jesskovic.com forward slash podcast forward slash 71 for this episode show notes, or you can hit me up on the socials. I'll be there. See you there. And we'll talk next week.
1: Thank you so much for listening to Confessions of the Creative Kind. If you'd like to see more of my work, you can visit my website at jesskovic.com. And if you're interested in snagging some of my design products, you can visit my online art boutique at sugarbunchcreative.com. You can find and connect with me on Twitter or Instagram at jess underscore kovic. And finally, if you like what you hear on the podcast, please leave a five-star rating and review in the iTunes store. And then tell a friend, why not? Until next time, take care and talk soon.